0: Welcome to the Audacity of Self-Kindness podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to showing you that you being kind and generous and loving towards yourself moves the needle in every other place in your life and in the world. And guess what? That's right. It begins with you. When I first heard myself saying the Audacity of Self-Kindness, and I heard that in my head. I was flying over Middle America the day before Thanksgiving. I was on my way to the East Coast where my mom's health was quickly declining. And it seemed more and more like I was flying back to say goodbye. So it was an emotional moment in my life. But then again, when is it not an emotional moment in our lives? And that's when it struck me. It struck me of how audacious it has been for me to have embarked on this self-kindness journey and how audacious it is in our world to be fierce in our own declaration, our own declaration to be kind within ourselves to ourselves. That's when it hit, the audacity of self-kindness. So I want to take you on a journey if there's one ideal I believe I have been put on this planet to strive towards and to seek to embody and to dare to declare that ideal is that love wins. Love wins. Now it's the closest that I have gotten to to explain my choices in my life, the insights that I believe that have come in my life and my own personal journey. And I want to argue that it's your ideal as well, that it's all of our ideal. But that's because I want to see it that way and it lines up with my beliefs. So let's go on a little bit of a journey here. And that journey begins with being a child so as a child we make sense of the world around us via our senses you know we touch things a door isn't a door it's an experience it's something that we touch and we push and i remember watching my kids they would open and close it and open and close it and open and close it and and then they would try to bite it and and you know put it in their mouth and all these things and the same thing with like a dog a dog isn't a dog it's we push it, we pull its tail, we, you know, pull on its hair. We again, we bite it <laughs> and we experience all of this thing, right? This fuzzy, furry, warm, licky thing until one day our brains have developed enough so it makes a connection between the sounds that we hear the adults around us making. And the thing before us. And boom! It's magical, right? It's magical. We don't remember it happening in the moment. But think about it. Suddenly, this thing in front of you goes from being all of this experience. This huge experience that's so consuming that it's all you can pay attention to. To becoming dog. Or becoming door. And... It is a magical mystery. It's a na 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 na, the magical mystery tour. Anybody? But it's what happens in our lives. We are miraculously able to take all of that experience that we've been having with dog or with door, and compact it into four letters: door, D. O-R. and now it's become air pressure with our mouths and voila conceptualization has just occurred and we have taken this massive thing that I mean you could do a dissertation on everything about a door right and still not explain at all you could talk about the atoms that make up the door you could talk about whether the door is wood or metal and how that is all come together and then as the door closes and like there's so much that you could talk about with a door and and we turn it into this little thing or a dog you know to take all of the experience that a dog is a living thing and turn it into D-O-G. So that in of itself is amazing, all right? Let's just give ourselves a big <laughs> hand for being able to do that. And we take it for granted. And like everything else that we learn, we apply it to and we have... You know, moved into a way where that ability to conceptualize becomes our main way of interacting with the world. We start, we stop doing all of that that touching and experiencing that we do as a child, and we move into concepts. Now, this is brilliant as well. This is an amazing part of our life journey that we began in this story with being a child. And so don't get me wrong. I I think this is amazing that we can do this. And it's a phenomenal stop along the way. Because think of what that conceptualization allows us to do. It allows us to have podcasts. It allows us to interact with other uh, beings. And it allows us to go deeper into this experience where we don't have to explain everything about a door to begin talking about the door. And then maybe we want to paint the door. Or maybe then we can start to use the door as a metaphor And we put it in place of other things in our lives. So this is amazing, the unfolding that can happen from here. And it's a phenomenal stop. But it's not intended to be the final stop. And yet, this is where I believe our world sits right now. It sits in this wanting to package life and the experience into concepts i didn't go down this route but you know we can go down the idea at times of of uh you know that the experiences and conceptualization gets you know we package it into things so maybe the having earbuds we package into earbuds and the concept of earbuds as freedom because they're not attached to a little wire that connects you or it is part of your own concept that you start to put together of successful having the new earbuds success and this is how this experience that we are seeking has been attached to a concept so this is our journey. This is your invitation. Do you want to strive towards an ideal where love wins? Because love is not a concept. So to live out our life's purpose, we need to move beyond conceptual living as our soul way of experiencing and being and trying to reach success in our life to to reach love we cannot conceptualize into an experience and so what do we do this is the journey we move beyond being intellectual conceptual living and we combine it with the brilliance of the experiential. So it's not an either-or, it's a yes-and. All right? So I'll say that again. This is the journey to move beyond where most of us have stopped in this culture as intellectual and conceptual being seen as the paramount and com- to moving to combining both the brilliance of this conceptual and the presence power of experiential. So remember when I asked as I was flying over the plane over middle America and I had that thought of, you know, when is it not an emotional moment in our lives? Because again, emotions did not escape your conceptualization and intellectual reduction process. As you gained skill with language, you began to condense the emotional experiences you were having into words. And you didn't do it all by yourself. That was part of whatever culture that you were, uh, you know, born into. And then those words get further categorized as either positive or negative. So sad gets put over here, happy gets put over here, doubtful over here, Uh, confident over here, you know, back and forth, depressed, delighted, uh, you know, back and forth. We develop these categories. Now, next, we develop even more skills to decrease an experience of the negatives and to increase the experience in an attempt to maximize the positives. Now, a lot of this you probably have heard. A lot of this you have probably have come across and maybe even begun to experience in your own life. But this is where the work begins. This becomes to recognize that it has become more important than the actual work of feeling and experiencing emotions, feeling and experiencing even the positive emotions, it becomes more important to maximize the positive emotions, the concept of maximizing positive emotions. Now, when that has become more important than actually feeling, it creates a doubt within us. And, a, a, I said a doubt. It, be, it creates a drought within us. Now, this isn't a drought because you've stopped feeling, but it's a drought because you've stopped taking in the life-giving energy and the quality of that experience of of experiencing your emotion. You've stopped taking in the life-giving energy energy and quality of experiencing emotions what is more natural to have done this because you've been taught this is the truth quote unquote for your entire life it's modeled for us it's repeated in pop culture in books and songs by parents and teachers and influencers uh you know in their You've heard this, you've heard this, but now we're asking, what is that message that we've been hearing? And as it pertains to what I'm talking about here, the message has been that negative emotions equals not good. Negative emotions have some kind of reflection on you as a person. And that must be avoided. And the other message is that positive emotions equals better, equals more worthy, equals should be your focus in life. So this is the journey that you're on, my friend. This is the journey we're all on. And the journey asks us, invites us, and maybe even pushes us towards moving beyond seeing emotions as a concept and courageously and audaciously saying, Hey, what's my experience with this? It's bold to sit with emotions. My friend, it's scary. It's, it's something that, you know, there's, there's so much narrative around what is that, but have you really sat with an emotion And it's only scary because of the concept you're telling yourself. So this is how we combine the two, the experiential and the conceptual, while you are living your life. Because you will be given chances to practice this. And what if you saw all of those chances, everything in your life, as the thing That will help grow you. What if you saw every negative as a gift? How is it a gift? How will it grow you? Well, you get to experience love. Some quality of what we would call love. Joy, acceptance, allowance, uh, compassion. You get to actually feel it. Not conceptualize it to feel it. And each time you feel that, each time you experience that, you are growing your capacity and ability to reconnect again and again and again. So what is the gift? The gift is the experience of feeling love. Holy crap. Wow. And the growth is, as you do it, you are growing new muscle. You are creating new neural pathways in your brain you are expanding your capacity to do so so in that cabin of that airplane, somewhere over middle america as i sat there i felt love as an experience within me not a concept that i was saying oh this is love i got to feel love. I witnessed and felt the tears as I saw images of my mom, maybe modeling love for me, and maybe just connecting with the images of my mother. And I opened the lens wider and wider as I was sitting there, and I saw that I had nothing to lose by feeling that intensity nothing except for maybe thoughts and concepts and beliefs that separate me from being willing to do that things that separate me from love so love wins I can't escape it you can't escape it but we can shut it down And what I (laughs) love about this whole journey, what I love about getting to practice something that I call self-kindness, you can call it what you need to call it, mindfulness, self-awareness, awakening. What I love about it is you know that it is kinked. You know it is shut down when it hurts, when you're suffering, when there's pain. So you can use this amazing, powerful tool you have of conceptualizing to rebrand the hurt, rebrand the suffering, rebrand the pain with the label love maker. This is a lovemaker. This hurt can be conceptually rebranded as lovemaker. And then you open up the file to create a concept that includes how the hurt, the suffering, the pain is in service for you. It is a gift. It is a chance to grow. Because that's what leads us to the experience of feeling love. Now, for me, that is audacity. That is audacious. That is bold. That is the journey. And it can happen. It can happen just as easily as while petting your dog that you experience and feel love. Just as easily as closing a door you can be reminded Of the magic and mystery that is the very thing that you're touching and closing. Or it can happen while you are flying over somewhere, over middle America. And you're reminded of a connection. And you allow yourself to feel and experience while sitting in the cabin next to a stranger, eating small (laughs) <laughs> crunchy um, kind of stale pretzels and having the time of your life all right my friends I love you and I invite you to try this out for yourself this is rebranding in a way that you may have never experienced in your life so I love you And I invite you to this ideal that love wins and the audacity of your own self-kindness. Okay, my friend, are you ready to take this to the next level? And I mean the next level. Well, here's how you do it my friend, you go to the show notes and you click on the link that says schedule a free consultation. And when you click on that link, you and I will have a conversation. We'll have a conversation where we create and we explore looking at the skills of self-kindness and marrying them up to your life and making it tailor-made so that we meet with compassion, with boldness, with that massive capacity and grow that in you. So go down to the show notes, click on that link, and schedule your free consultation call today.